This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the seminal. See Fasciola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. And welcome into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you Friday, November 15th. We are presented, of course, by International Diamond Center. Getting set for the Magic and the Spurs tonight, 7 o'clock tap time over at the Amway Center. Pregame comes your way with Brandon Kravitz at 6.30 right here on 96.9 The Game. And my guest today, head writer for OrlandoMagic.com. He's on Twitter at John Denton 555. J.D., John Denton joins me on the show this evening, and and John, let's start. Let's go back to Wednesday night. We'll talk plenty of Spurs here uh, in a little bit, but a big win, a needed win, certainly uh, for the Magic on Wednesday night against the Sixers, one twelve ninety seven. The final score. You saw that fourth quarter surge. Uh, you've been kind of waiting for the offense to start clicking, putting it all together. Let's go back, basically the last week and a half. JD, just give me the positive signs you're seeing uh, seeing right now with the Magic offense. What are some reasons for optimism moving forward as far as the offense goes? Yeah, you know, Jake, this team is finally shooting the ball, moving the ball, uh, getting good shots and knocking down open shots the way we, we thought they would, the way they did at the end of last season. Uh, it's taken a while. They need their defense to carry them for, you know, for the most of the stretch while the offense has struggled. And, you know, the offense picked it up the other night. That was that was impressive in the fourth quarter. And give give DJ Augustine a lot of credit. You know, he was pulled out of the starting lineup and you know, Cliff's trying to balance the lineups out. That guy was ready to play. He played all 12 minutes. He was the driving force of that of, of the Magic the other night. I mean, he he had the offense rolling with his penetration, with his passing, and like you said, that that was a that was a good win against a really good team. JD, we had DJ on the walk off with Dennis and Richie um, on Wednesday night, and he admitted it. You know, it's been an adjustment for him sliding. Uh, into that backup spot. We always say it doesn't matter who starts games as much as matters who finishes games. And Cliff admitted after the game he was going to go with DJ and Markel both uh, down the stretch, but he liked having MCW on the floor at that point. For DJ Augustine to have adjusted as quickly as he has uh, to that bench role, do you think in the back of his mind he he assumes he's going to be on the floor to close out games? And you know what does it say about him? We know he's you know he's he, he's a proven veteran. He's a guy that you need within your locker room or, or one of those personalities that you want to have. But uh, twelve points, eight assists, five boards. He's backing it up on the floor right now. What did you think about uh, about the move? What was it? Five games in to slide him into that backup role, and how has he responded so far? You know, I was I was really shocked that Cliff made the change as quick as he did. But you know, his, his point of reference dates all the way back to the preseason. He could see that you know there needed to be more shooting on the second team. There needed to be maybe a little more size on the first team. And he thought you know Markel's driving would create open shots for Evan, create open shots for Isaac, and it, and it's done that. But but give give DJ credit. You know, I mean that's what Cliff said the other night. He said the absolute beauty of DJ Augustine is it doesn't matter if he's starting. It doesn't matter if he's coming off the bench. You know, he sure he still wants his minutes, but he you know he's going to be there for the team. He's going to give the team whatever they need. Every coach in this league would kill to have a DJ Augustine because he's just such a consummate, consummate professional and he's always ready. And you know, hey, he 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 totally jump started this team the other night because that third quarter was really rocky. And you know, for the Magic to come out the way they did in the fourth quarter and play, that was impressive. And and DJ should should get a lot of the credit for that. When you look back the last, what, three or four games, I think obviously getting Terrence Ross back and having that punch off the bench is a big deal, John. But when Evan Fournier is making shots, or at least efficient, he was only one of five 
uh, on Wednesday night from three-point range, but he was 5 of 10, um, 13 points, giving you a little punch, but also, like I said, you know, 5 of 10 from the field. When Evan Fournier is giving you efficient offense as a complement to what you're getting from Vooch night in and night out, and then when you throw in Terrence Ross, Fournier really is the key to that magic offense, you know, just sort of playing his role and giving you that spark when you need it, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, you know, Jake, just uh, Evan, he kept it quiet. He you know, didn't really talk about it a lot, but he was dealing with a little bit of back issue early mm. in the season. It, it was hindering him. Uh, you know, he thinks maybe it was, some of it was from playing in the World Cup, uh, the FIBA World Cup this summer. Maybe some of it was his newborn son carrying his newborn son around. <laughs> uh, but but he's better now. He's figured out how to better manage the, the back thing. So rather than coming in before practice and working and, you know, maybe cooling his back down and then going out and practice. He's staying after every day. Uh, every day after practice, you've seen him. You've been in there 45 minutes to an hour after practice. Him and Steve Hetzel are going at it, holding bags up, you know, shooting, you know, over uh, over like raised hands, uh, shooting threes off the move, two dribble pull-ups, uh, things like that. You can really see it transfer into his game. Uh, he made six of eight threes on Sunday against Indiana and, you know, shot the ball well the other night. I think Evan's really starting to come out of this. He knows that he's better than he played last season. He's, it still burns him the way he shot the ball last season, and, and he's doing everything in his power to, to shoot it better, and it looks like he's really coming around now. Magic drive time here, 96-9 the game. Jake Chapman with you. My guest, John Denton, we're getting set for the Magic in the Spurs game number four of the five-game homestand. We'll see the Washington Wizards on Sunday at Amway Center. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about Aaron Gordon. You know, Steve Clifford was effusive with his praise postgame on Wednesday. AG is so interesting because at times you can see him sort of fall in love with, uh, you know, the dribble-dribble long two and, and kind of trying to do everything on his own. When that ball moves, and especially when Aaron Gordon, I mean, it kind of surprised me. I knew he was a pretty good creator, but when he gets rolling, he's such a good passer um, on the move, off the dribble. And you saw that with the seven assists the other night. When Aaron plays playmaker and creator for his teammates, it's really the 360 degrees of his game. I thought he did a great job of that on Wednesday. Yeah, you know that was a big that was a big step in his growth last year. And you give a lot of that credit to, to Steve Clifford. He talked to Aaron about, look, you need to prove that you can be an all-around player. You need to be a better defender. You need to be a better rebounder. And you need to be the kind of guy who makes others around you better. And, you know, Aaron's a, a big momentum player. You know, when he, like you said, when he gets it rolling, you know, he can bury teams because he's, he just has so much energy and hustle and muscle and, you know, just keeps coming at teams. And, you know, he got it rolling the other night, nearly a triple-double. They don't win that game without his 13 rebounds. If he could just eliminate those dribble, dribble, step back jumper, uh, you know, that that's kind of the one thing in his game. He just got to get rid of that. He's such a better spot-up shooter, catch-and-shoot shooter. But, you know, the ones where you're falling away, those, those are tough. But, you know, take those away, and he played uh, a perfect game the other night. And the, you know, the points he had, the rebounds, the, the seven assists were impressive. Not, and not to mention, I mean, he's been he's, – he's checking your best guy almost night in and night out. So certainly some credit due for what he gives you on the other end of the floor. The other thing, J.D., I wanted to ask you about – uh, as far as Wednesday night goes, is the fast break points. You get out and get 20 points on the break. And we've been saying all year this Magic offense needs to figure out a way for its defense to help it out a little bit. And whether that's turning teams over and getting up and down a little bit, you know, Cliff will say, like, we're not going to play with one of the higher paces in the league. We don't need to be the Showtime Lakers or whatever. We just need to, to, to be better when we're playing ball. And that can be, you know, that can be an early post up uh, for Vooch before the defense gets set. Being able to get out and get buckets before a defense is set in the half court so important for this team, and it's starting to come around, isn't it? 
Yeah, exactly. You know, Jake, when you when you're struggling when you're struggling offensively, you know, the Magic aren't going to be the Houston Rockets. They aren't going to be Golden State from last year. They've got to find ways to create points. You know, they're going to they're going to score in the half court enough, but you've also got to find the ways to get the easy baskets. You know, get the the, the offensive rebound, two extra offensive rebounds, get four more points off the fast break, and you know, they're young enough, they're athletic enough. You know, if you're not running the break, if you're not pushing at the other team, you're wasting Jonathan Isaac's athleticism. You're wasting Aaron Gordon's youth and athleticism. You've got to, you know, keep the pressure on the other team. Try to get three more baskets a game on the fast break. That's how you help your offense. You know, you're not going to change the personnel, but there are, there are little ways like rebounding the basketball, moving the ball better, getting fast break points. Those are the ways that the, the Magic's offense can be more efficient. John, we keep on checking boxes off for Markel Fultz. Um, obviously, the minutes right now still right around 24 a game. And what, eight points, four boards, three assists the other night. Steals the, the last couple games for uh, Markel. He's been getting one, two, three um, active hands. I think Jonathan Isaac's rubbing off on him a little bit. But what have you seen from Markel? Just kind of, you know, I guess the ups and downs of moving into the starting lineup. Where's he at right now? Where's his game at right now? Yeah, you know, with his with his minutes being held at 24, it's, it's a little hard for him to get rhythm. He's only playing in four- and five-minute bursts right now. So, you know, it's understandable that maybe he's lacking his rhythm. But, you know, the Jake, Jake the games when he has he's at his best, he's had a, a game this season where he had 14 drives into the paint. He had a game where he had 13 drives into the paint. He's at like 9.8 drives, drives a game. That's the thing that he gives this Magic team that they don't have. They don't have that penetrator who can get in and, command the attention of the defense and, and, you know, find other guys or score himself. And, you know, when Markel's at his best, he's driving. He thinks as his minutes go up, as his comfort level keeps going up, you know, he's got to be one of those guys who are getting in the lane 13, 14 times a game. That, that's, you know, at the top of the league, James Harden gets in the lane 22 times a game. Mm. Malcolm Brogdon gets in the lane 19 times a game. If the Magic can somehow get him to that point, their offense will take another jump because Markell is dynamic when he gets into the paint. What are good indicators of that? I mean, you, we have such good stats now, we can actually count how many times he drives into the paint, but you look at things like free throws, um, I think probably a lot of people are nervous about Markell at the free throw line, but he's shooting 75% on the season. It's obviously by far a career high. He's only shooting about two a game. Would you like to see that number up a little more, maybe double that, get up uh, around four or five free throw attempts a night? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a big guard. You, you can see he gives other other guards fits because he's he's not only is he six four, but he's like big through the chest and he's strong. And that's why you've seen him get the steal numbers is because he you know he doesn't move when guys chuck him and he's right there. He's got long arms. Uh, so I, I just want to see him staying in attack mode. I want to see him. You know, in the preseason after we watched the first three or four preseason games, I thought he was going to get in the lane, you know, fifteen eighteen times a game. The Magic just got to get him back to that point. And I think, you know, as his minutes expand, I know some, you know, some fans have been frustrated that Markel's in and out of the game. But, you know, right now, as he's coming back from this serious shoulder injury, they want to keep his minutes at about 24. But, you know, as you see those minutes go up to 28, maybe even 30 as the season goes along, I think, you know, that'll correspond with his drives going up. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, uh, nice to have a good contingency plan in place. Uh, in the form of DJ Augustine. John Denton with me. We'll duck a break in here. We'll come back. We will talk Spurs magic. It's coming your way shortly uh, here on 96.9 The Game. Introducing the all-new City Edition six-game plan starting at only 99 bucks. Join us for City Nights 
and celebrate everything that makes Central Florida the ultimate destination. Plus, see the Magic take on six great opponents as they rep the ORL in their new City Edition uniforms. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Get your plan at orlandomagic.com slash cityplan. More Magic Drive Time when we come back with John Denton right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Show your pride for Magic above all as the Orlando Magic face the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday, December 11th. See the team take on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the Lakers during their only visit to Amway Center. You won't want to miss this matchup. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Lakers. Wednesday, December 11th. It's big games above all. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website and MLS 701-68 equal housing. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down the baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. 
Hey, Magic fans. When the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right. Celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. This is Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Welcome back in Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you in our Magic Studios. The Magic and the San Antonio Spurs coming your way shortly from Amway Center. Brandon Kravitz will have the pregame show uh, coming up here in, what, about 15 minutes right here on 96.9 The Game. You heard before the break uh, the mention of the New Jerseys, the ORL uh, City Edition jerseys, uh, the Magic released yesterday. John Denton was out uh, at Disney Springs. Let's talk about these jerseys, J.D. These things are pretty cool looking with the orange trim, um, and I know you were out there and you got a chance to talk to Nick Vucevic and some of the other Magic players about it. Uh, tell me about these City Edition orange, uh, orange-trimmed Magic uniforms, J.D. Well, Jake, uh, I'm a Tennessee guy. You're a, you're a Cleveland Browns yes, fan. Yes, so true. You know, you, you know the two of us love it. I mean, anytime you see the color orange, that's that's a, a good thing. <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I like it. Uh, the, the Magic, you know, they collaborated with the NBA and with Nike, and they wanted to do something different. And the whole point, Alex brought it up last night. Alex Martins, the CEOs, brought it up. The whole point of these city edition uniforms are to find a way to help teams kind of identify with their home city, identify with their home state, you know, honor, honor their roots. And, and, you know, what more than can you do than, than honoring the, uh, the citrus industry in the state of Florida? I mean, it's still today, it still employs almost 76,000 people. Uh, you know, it's $9 billion industry in the state of Florida. And, you know, it's had a major role in, in central Florida. So it's something new. It's something different. I know some fans like it. Some fans don't like it, but, you know, I think you give it time. It's a cool look. It's a cool color. The the anthracite gray that they're wearing is a color that UCF has worn. Also, I, I really like it. You know, anytime you can go orange, I like it. But I, I give the Magic credit for trying to do something bold and do something different. You pulled the numbers on the number of citrus employees for your article for Magic.com. You are you're a, a force, John Dutton. That's taking it to the next level. That's, that's the only kind of... Research you can get at OrlandoMagic.com. <laughs> and, and and anthracite. I, I I love. I mean, I have no idea what any of these colors are. I know it looks really cool, but I would imagine somebody had to tell you that that's the name of that color. Yeah. I, in fact, I had to look up how to spell anthracite too, Jay. So <laughs> don't give me too much credit. Fair, fair. Uh, no, I think they're awesome. And and like you said, like. You know, I, I saw some people on Twitter say, you know, what does orange have to do with Orlando? And I said, you've clearly never been to Orlando if you have no idea uh, what orange has to do uh, with Orlando. Those are uh, very cool. And, of course, you can head to magic.com, uh, orlandomagic.com, to check them out. And we'll be seeing them uh, very shortly. San Antonio Spurs in tonight, J.D., 5-6 and six on the year. Um, these ain't your daddy's Spurs, I don't think. This is a team that uh, defensively they're giving up a whole bunch of points. Offensively, though, they can punish you almost the polar opposite of this Magic team we're seeing. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird to see a, a Spurs team that's kind of in transition. They they don't really know if they're rebuilding. They don't know if they're trying to stick with their, their older guys. They're one of the oldest teams in the league. Uh, it, it's weird to see them kind of not have a direction because, you know, for the last 25 years, they've known exactly what they wanted to do and they've executed it and they've won five titles. And, you know, they, they're the, one of the smartest organizations in all the sports, not just the NBA. So 
it's weird to see them kind of hamstrung now between playing the old guys and, and trying to integrate the new guys. And, uh, you know, you've got DeRozan, who's a mid-range guy. You've got LaMarcus Aldridge, who'll shoot the occasional three, but he's mainly a mid-range guy. You know, the league has gone to more threes. So it's, it's weird to see the Spurs kind of behind the curve as opposed to ahead of the curve. It's, it's different, but you also go into the night knowing that they're dangerous and, and, and Greg Popovich can find a way to beat you. So, the, you know, the Magic will have to be ready to play tonight. Yeah, as you look down the roster, you know, I'm not sure their bench strength is um, is certainly what it was in years past. Maybe the Magic have a bit of an advantage there. But, you know, it, as they always do, J.D., they've got guys who will kill you night to night. Rudy Gay coming off the bench can absolutely spell doom if he gets it going. We know what Aldridge is capable of and DeRozan, certainly. And then some of these young guys like DeJounte Murray, Bryn Forbes is playing very well for them right now. Bryn Forbes is a perfect example of a guy who, you know, if he were drafted to and if he had uh, played a majority of his career with a worse team, then he probably wouldn't be doing what he's doing right now. I'm sure he's benefiting from the tutelage um, of Greg Popovich. But uh, who, who jumps out at you on the Spurs roster and, and Murray specifically? I mean, this is potentially a, a really good young player in this league, isn't he? Yeah, Murray played this summer in, in the FIBA, you know, and you could see that he was back from the knee injury. And, you know, the Spurs absolutely – you know, uh, hit that home run with that draft pick. And I, I think Murray's going to be one of the best point guards in the league over the next, you know, seven or eight years. He may not be that top-level guy, but I think he's going to be right there. I mean, he's dynamic. He plays the right way. You can see that Greg Popovich coaches him in, in the fact that, you know, he understands driving kick basketball. He can really shoot it. You know, I think he's kind of a piece that they will build around. Uh, he, he's going to be really good for a long time. But like I said, they're, they're kind of hamstrung with, do we build around young guys like him or do we, you know, stick with uh, the Rosens and the Aldridges and try to remain competitive. So it's it's odd to see San Antonio kind of caught in the middle when they're usually at the forefront of knowing exactly what they want to do. What do you think they'll do, John? I mean, we always talk, I always say, you know, in this league, you got to know if you're coming or going. And like you said, it feels like they're sort of caught in the middle right now. Um, would you think that, you know, sooner than later? I mean, obviously, mm, trade market doesn't heat up until January typically. But if this team is floating around the bottom of the Western Conference, do you think they will try to maybe make some moves and, and build around their young talent? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think they'll ride it out. They'll see what they've got. And there's a lot of teams in the West who are desperate to move up there's you know they're, they're, the west is so competitive uh the east is kind of there for the taking it could be could be thought of as being wide open you can't tell me that a uh you know a guy like DeRozan wouldn't help a team dramatically or a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge wouldn't help a team dramatically so I think the Spurs will stick with this team you know through January and then you know kind of let people know quietly of course uh that they're available and and start building around the young guys because you know, in the NBA, the worst place to be is in the middle. You you either want to be at the top or the bottom because then you can, you know, then you can rebuild if you're at the bottom. But if you're stuck in the middle, that's that's no man's land in the NBA. This team is third in rebounding. The Spurs are, John. Uh, Trey Lyles actually leads the team in boards. DeJounte Murray, by the way, over seven boards a game. That's crazy for a point guard. And then, of course, we know Ruby Gay, LaMarcus Aldridge. Got to crash the glass against these guys. Um, and, and that's been a pretty big key so far this year for the Magic, I think. Typically, if the team, if the this Magic team is out, uh, out rebounding, their opponents, they're in good shape, and it's it's something that should be kind of a bedrock for this team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, with the, the Magic size, with them playing a, a nearly seven foot guy and Isaac at, at at small forward, and playing you know a six nine muscular guy and Gordon at, at, at power forward, then you got Vooch in there. They should be a good rebounding team. And Steve Clifford has always sold his team on it doesn't matter what kind of defense you play, but if you if you don't finish the possession and get the rebound, you have to start all over and do it again. So. You know, rebounding the basketball is, is very important. And those last 31 games last season when the Magic, 
uh, took off and went 22-9 made the playoffs, a lot of that was because their defensive rebounding improved dramatically. So that's a huge factor, and it will be tonight because, you know, the Spurs like to go big and test you. So. Uh, the, the team that, that rebounds the best will probably win tonight. you got about a minute left, J.D. Uh, other keys for tonight. What do the Magic need to do to get a W against these Spurs? Well, uh, you know, they got to they, they, I think they have to clean up the defense a little bit. And I, I've, I've been a little bit disappointed, and so is Steve Clifford. He brought this up that, you know, the, the comeback was nice the other night. The fourth quarter was comeback was nice. But if you look at it, they didn't play well defensively for three quarters. And, you know, the other night against uh, Sunday night against Indiana, the Magic shot 60% in the first half, but Indiana was at like 54. So they never could pull away because there's a little bit of slippage. And, you know, the team's not practicing as much right now. The games are coming quicker. There's a little bit of slippage defensively. So I'd like to see the Magic go out and play the kind of defense that they, they're known for. I mean, they're, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league, and they got to go out and prove it tonight. 30 seconds, J.D. Is, is that – because that was certainly shocking, that uh, second half against the Pacers on Sunday. Is that a matter of maybe the Magic defense early on this year was so darn good um, that they're kind of regressing to the mean a little bit? Or do you think they can uh, sustain what we saw earlier this year and really be a top-two defensive team all season long? I think they absolutely have the talent, the potential, and everything to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. But I think sometimes when the ball is going through the hole and the offense is easy, it's easy to kind of let your defense go and kind of forget about it. And you know, sometimes, sometimes when the ball is not going through the hole, you you lose your will and stop defending. But I think the last couple of games they were scoring so much that there was a, no focus on the defense. But you know, we all know how good this Magic defense can be, and if they can get back to that point, that's that's what's going to take this team the furthest is, is being a dominant defensive team. Yeah, certainly. I think that's a that's a great point too about you know the frustrations offensively sometimes seeping in um, defensively, and and hopefully we'll get uh, forty eight minutes of pure effort on either side tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. He's John Denton at John Denton five 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 on Twitter. Make sure you read all of his stuff on OrlandoMagic.com. Thanks, JD. Appreciate it, man. My pleasure. Thanks, Jake. All right, there he is, John Denton, and uh, my name is Jake Chapman. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Jake Chapman OM. We're getting set for the Magic and the Spurs. Brandon Kravitz has your pregame show Magic tonight coming your way. Shortly, right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic... Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be there live when the Orlando Magic take on the Houston Rockets on Friday, December 13th at Amway Center. Come see Magic above all as DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, and the team battle James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the rest of the Rockets. It's your one shot to see them in O-Town. Buy your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Rockets Friday, December 13th. You won't want to miss this big game.